Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Helling frequencies open, you've tapped in to Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for January 15th, 2016, we get slightly excited about new movie sets. And then we come back down to Earth. Actually, the excitement part happened off-mic. Before reading the details of the upcoming 50th anniversary releases of the TOS and TNG films. I already have the original Blu-ray box set releases for both, so it would have taken a lot to move me to buy them again. I think this is the case for a lot of Star Trek fans and a lot of you guys listening, and that's why what Paramount is doing here is puzzling, at least on the surface. At first glance, these new sets look great. They have packaging that better grabs your attention as Star Trek, and because they're coming in the 50th anniversary year, it makes you expect that this is something new and special. Only, it isn't. At least, from what we can tell right now, it isn't. In fact, as Trek Corps has reported, it seems to be less than what we already have. If you own the existing Blu-ray box sets, you know that each has a special disc filled with interviews and extras. In the TOS set, the disc is called the Captain's Summit. In the TNG set, it's called Star Trek Evolutions. These discs appear to be missing from the new release. I don't know why. This is absolutely puzzling to me. For starters, why remove them in the first place? They already exist, so why don't you just put them in? like they were there before. And when you are doing a special release for the golden anniversary of the franchise, why not take the time to give fans something new? That's the only way you're going to get fans who already own the Blu-rays to buy this. For the past few years, and especially this past year, it seems every few weeks we get news of another Star Trek actor or creator passing away. The franchise is 50 years old, and we're now at the point where we will steadily lose members of the family. What we saw in 2015, it's just going to continue its nature. It is so important to talk to these people, to record their stories and experiences for posterity. Why on earth has Paramount not created new material for the 50th anniversary? This is what continues to be my biggest complaint about the management of the Star Trek franchise. While we fans continue to push things forward, the official merchandising arm just keeps recycling the same concepts. Trinkets that no one really wants or needs, repackaging a video with nothing whatsoever done to the actual contents, to make it new or to give us more. The one big exception to this, and it is a big one, has been the Blu-ray release of TNG and Enterprise, in which they did create a wealth of extras that made those packages worth a purchase, even if you already owned the DVDs. There's no better time than the 50th anniversary to dip into the untapped well of knowledge that is out there amongst the people who created Star Trek. And with this new release, there should be at least one, if not two, special discs overflowing with revelations we've never heard before, or at least that we've never heard discussed by the people who are actually there. But to look at it from another angle, because I do like to look at things from multiple angles, the likely target of this release isn't us. 
If you look at the artwork, you see color depictions of the main cast, the villains, and some other key individuals like Savik. And it's really beautiful. It's very nice artwork. You also see the ships. It's something that if displayed properly in stores, which it probably won't be, but hypothetically, if displayed properly in stores, will catch the eye of people who are familiar with Star Trek, but may not be Trekkies. I think Paramount is trying to build off of the Abramsverse films more than anything, particularly with another one being released this summer. They're trying to hook people who have gone to see these movies and get them into the others. And while this may be frustrating to people like you and me, who see just yet another attempt to get us to plop down some cash for another repackaging of something we already own, probably in three or four different formats at this point, it's not a bad thing for the franchise. As I always say, we have to get new blood and fandom, or else this is all going to start fizzling out. So in that respect, This all makes some sense, but still they could accomplish both. They could use the new packaging to rope in those new fans while sweetening the deal for us old folks as well. Only that would cost them some money up front, which is something that they don't seem to want to put into it, especially after the lackluster sales of the remastered TNG sets. Of course, pricing played a big role there, but that's a topic for another time. So... Let me know. Tell me, will you be buying these sets? I'd like to know what you think about them. And also let me know if you already have, like if you're going to buy these, do you already have it on another format, whether it be the Blu-ray sets that have been out for a few years now, or the DVD sets, or even VHS, or Laserdisc. I know some of you have those out there. I used to have the Undiscovered Country on Laserdisc. I never had a big Laserdisc collection, but I was kind of into it when it first came out. So let me know, will you be buying these sets? The best place to do that is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and it will come right up. If you're already there, you know what to do. If you're not, it is a closed group, so you need to click join and then we'll let you right on in. We passed a thousand members a couple of days ago, so there are plenty of people waiting there to talk to you about this and other topics about Star Trek and other geek things too, because of course we have the 602 Club So we talk about things that are even beyond Star Trek that are of interest to geek fandom. Now, I know not everyone is on Facebook, so you're always welcome to hit us up on Twitter, where our username is TrekFM, and my personal username is C. Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. That's also my username pretty much everywhere. And of course, the network username everywhere is TrekFM. You can also send a message through our contact form at trek.fm slash contact, or a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash Trek FM. Also, be sure to check out our 50th anniversary rewatch. I hope you'll follow along with us, even if you can't actually rewatch all the episodes throughout the year. You probably already know them anyway, so maybe you'll enjoy our little discussions. They're very small, capsule size, about 15 minutes a show every day for the entire year. Plus, we also have many other great shows. We have a show dedicated to each of the five live-action Star Trek series, as well as shows touching on every aspect of the franchise that you can think of. And you can sample them all through the Trek of Film Master Feed, which you can find pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or third-party apps. And of course, you can also stream from the website and download MP3 files there. And if you enjoy our shows, if you want to help us keep all of this conversation going every day of the week, 
we can really use your support through Patreon. Just visit patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm to get all of the details, find out how you can become involved in the network, become an associate producer, get other perks, and also get access to our exclusive website called Patron Zone. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. I hope you've had a great week, and I'll be back next week with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. <laughs>